0: Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of chapter 8 of Malachim Aleph. That's the first book of Kings, Parakhes. And this is Saul Weinreb, the host of the podcast. And we are about to begin verse 44. This is the third podcast devoted to this very long and beautiful chapter in which we read the speech and prayer that Shlomo HaMelech King Solomon gave upon the occasion of the completion and the dedication of the Beit HaMikdash of the temple. The, um, uh, we had just read of how um, Shlomo set this up as a house of prayer, a place where people can and should come to repent of their ways, to feel close to God and to rededicate themselves to going in God's path to rededicate themselves to each other a place where people can find justice a place where people can have their prayers answered and um and be inspired to live on a better path which would then ultimately result in god giving them favor and giving them um uh uh, you know uh, the things that they need in order to continue to prosper and shlomo had given examples of types of suffering like an enemy of illness uh, uh, pestilence um, uh, um, um, famine and so on now um, he continues on this path and when your nation goes out to war against its enemy in the path upon which you send them via and they will pray to God through the path of the city which you chose in the house that I built for you. So as opposed to in the past when God would, so to speak, go to war with the people and the Ark of the Covenant would go to war, then no matter where people were, they would, uh, in their fight, in their battles, would turn to God and turn to Jerusalem to pray and direct their prayers through that one house. Um, it's important to note that that uh, the difference you know how this is bringing the people's hearts and minds back to the idea of monotheism and away from the idea of, of other deities. So it had instead of going out to war and bringing along items and, and things that may, even if they meant to be items of holiness, they might end up becoming avodazar, they might end up becoming idol worship, the people instead are meant to always have in mind the city of Jerusalem, the temple which represents which represents the only God, the one God, upon this world. And in the heaven, meaning God, will hear their prayers and their supplications, and He will do justice for them. And when the people sin against you, because we know there is no person that has no sins, nobody is perfect, <coughs> everybody makes mistakes, and and you are um, angry against them. And you place them in the danger, in danger in front of an enemy. And then the enemy brings them captive to other cities, uh, to other places, to other lands, foreign lands. This is anticipating the the exile of the future, whether they are taken captive to close by nations or far away places even then they shall turn their hearts in the land in which they are being held captive and they should uh, return to you and pray to you in the lands of their captivity and say we have sinned uh, this, these words also are repeated in the words of the uh, high holidays in Rosh and, uh, on Yom Kippur during the, <coughs> the um, the confession on Yom rashanu." <laughs> we have sinned, we have acted in a uh, perverted way, Rashanu and we have acted wickedly. <laughs> and they will return to you with all their hearts of <laughs> and all of their soul <laughs> in the land of the enemies that had captured them. Be and they will pray to you <laughs> Here we have Shlomo Amalah laying down the, the, for all future history that the people, no matter how far away they are, when they're being held in other nations, they should always pray and turn towards their land, asher Nosata towards the land that you have given to their forefathers, and ho'ira asher and towards the city that you have chosen, and more specifically, v'yabayit asher bonisi, towards the house that I have built, l'shmecha, in your honor, in, the, in, in your name, and the heavens will, uh, and you uh, in heaven, in, in your in your um, heavenly abode at Tfilatum, you will hear their prayers and their supplications and you will do justice for them and you will give forgiveness to your nation that has sinned to you I want to point out that this idea of uh, of, of praying to the temple no matter where you are in the world is a way of emphasizing the fact that God is everywhere and listens to prayers everywhere. One does not need to be in this place. One directs his, his or her mind to this place as a representation of the relationship between the people and God. But one does not have to be there for the prayers to be accepted. One just has to remember the one God who is incontainable by the heavens and the earth and creation, God who is beyond what we can comprehend, and that's the God to whom to pray. And then you and when they do this, you shall forgive your nation, Asher Khat's into the Hol Peshiyam, and all of their all of their transgressions, Ashar Pasu Pash Ubach, that they rebelled against you. And then you will give them uh, uh, you'll place them in, in the merciful grace of their captors, and they will have mercy on them. And presumably free them, because they are your nation, <coughs> they are your inheritance, the chosen people, the people of Israel will remain, even when they're scattered across the world, You <laughs> took them out of Egypt, <coughs> from the iron furnace, that, and, and, and this is a prayer, that your eyes, God, your eyes should always be open, to see, the supplications of your of your servant, and the supplications of your nation Israel, the to hear them, to listen to them, whenever they call out to you. Why because you have separated them as an inheritance, Mikola from all the nations of the world, Kasher Di as you have said, we had Moshe in the hands of Moshe, your servant. When you, the Lord, our God, took our forefathers out of Egypt. <coughs> and it was. And Shlomo Solomon finished to say these prayers. <coughs> that This prayer that he just stated to God. This entire prayer and supplication that he spoke before God. Come, then he got up. He got up from before the... Um, our altar of God, Mikro'ah al from kneeling on his knees, vichapav, with his hands spread out toward heaven, which was the position in which he was, when he was kneeling before the altar, speaking to the people of ayamod and then he stood up, vayivorech, and he blasted kol Kali Yisrael, the entire congregation of Israel, kol gadol, in a loud voice, which hints that the beginning part was said in a much more, uh, 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 in a voice of supplication In a voice of prayer In a voice of, 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 of begging almost But now he's saying more loud And more confidently Laymor saying as follows Baruch Adonai Blessed is God That he has given rest To his nation Israel He's given them rest Now we are here We are secure We have what we need To have a successful and prosperous kingdom just like he has promised Lo there wasn't a single thing missing from all of the good promises that he made that he spoke through Moses, Moses his servant may God continue to be with us just as he was with our forefathers may he not forsake us may he not abandon us may he Turn our hearts towards him so that we should go in all of his ways and keep his commandments and his laws of and Mishpatov and his rules that he commanded our forefathers. And my words here that I begged before God they should always be close to the Lord our God day and night. Lassos in order that he continues to do justice for his servant, Umishpatamo Mishpatamo Yisrael, justice to his nation Israel, yom and um, this should be every day, all the time, day and night. Why? Liman what is the goal, the ultimate goal of this? Is not that it should just be the one people, but rather that this should be across the world. So that all the nations of the world should know that it is the Lord who is God, only him, no one else. This is the ultimate goal, so that the entire universe should recognize the one God. And may you, and here he's turning, Solomon is now turning to the people and saying that your hearts should be whole and complete. All completely devoted to the Lord your God, to go in His ways, and keep His commandments, as you are today. The of and the king, and all of the people, all of Israel, with him, they brought sacrifices before God. The first one uh, said here is is which carbon is the carbon shlamim, the carbon which is a peace offering. That he 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 sacrificed before God, twenty-two thousand cattle, and one hundred and twenty thousand sheep, and this inaugurated or dedicated um, the house of God, the king of Israel, and all the people of Israel. that day the king? also consecrated to god the um the inside of the courtyard which was before the house of god ki because that he need there was not enough room to bring all the sacrifices in the temple so he he made those places holy in order that they can be used for sacrifices as well ki they also brought in addition to the peace offerings before they brought burnt offerings and grain offerings and places to burn the fats the parts that aren't eaten, the parts that are burnt of the peace offerings, because the copper or bronze altar that was before God, in other words, in the temple itself, Katon was too small to handle all of these things that we just mentioned. Um, and Shlomo did on that day the Chag. Presumably, this means the the holiday of Sukkot. Remember, this is all occurred on Sukkot and all of the people um, um, uh, uh, with him called Godol a great congregation um, uh, people that had come all the way from Hamat all the way to the entire breadth of the land of Israel shivat yomim seven days and then seven days for a total of fourteen days bayom on the eighth day, Shilachet to by Yevorchoet Hamelach, he sent the nation, and they blessed the king. they all went to their homes, their tents mechim, happy and full in a good mood. Alkalat tova regarding because of all of the good Hashem saw, Adonai le David Avdo, that God had done for His servant David and to His nation Israel. Before I complete, this completes the uh, chapter, however, before I end, I just want to mention uh, one more thing. I, I've been saying that Chag here refers to Chag Sukkot. I've been following mostly the Radak, the commentary of the Radak on this. And, however, when we see the dates here, 14 days and so on, uh, it must include more than the Chag Sukkot a tradition. And some have it as, as including seven days before Sukkot, which would include the days of Yom Kippur. Uh, from which we learn that uh, uh, the uh, Gemara, the Chazal, teach us that that, um, Shlomo Amelach made a horat shah, he made a a, uh, 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 a, um, ruling that this Yom Kippur, they would celebrate this um, holiday as opposed to fast, but I just wanted to mention that uh, the simple translation of Chag is usually refers to Chag Sukkot. So in some way, these days of celebrating did include the Chag Sukkot. Um, with that, I will leave and complete Chapter 8. Thank you so much for studying Parachat Chapter 8, together with me. Looking forward to studying Chapter 9. And of course, all of this wonderful book of Melachim together. Have a wonderful day.